Yo, 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 mic check, one, two, episode, you're gonna have to help me with this one, 240, fuck, episode 240, serious rap shit podcast, I'm John, your host, I'm Josh, your other host, yeah, we about to get it in, what's going on, Josh, long time, (laughs) yes, 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 um, yeah, we had some technical difficulties for everybody out there. There was a there was an issue um, technical wise. We wanted to record the last couple of weeks, we just weren't able to. Um, uh, but you know, things is going good. We're working on a bunch of things and like excited about a bunch of things. Yeah, um, real fun shit. Yes, yes, real fun shit. Um, and you know, I've been cool, man. Um, maintaining. Uh, working on, you know, honestly, man, doing a lot of work on my mental health and, Mm. um, doing a lot to like work on me over the last couple of weeks. Like I've been doing work. I've written a couple articles and shit like that, but like, I've been really concentrating on like working on myself and working on these projects we're working on and like trying to do. Man, it, it, we live in a fucked up world, man. And so, like, I've been really trying to, like, work on mental peace and and, and do the best and do best by me and, like, um, take care of myself, most importantly. Um, going down to Baltimore tomorrow, go pick my daughter up. Her first semester of college oh, is over. Nice. Um, nice it's nice. crazy, crazy that, like, that's already over with and like we're on to second semester like she's been having yeah. some um uh uh like panic attacks and like some anxiety issues and stuff and i know it's all because like it's all ending like this whole year is ending for her it's probably really like nerve-wracking and um and like she's facing the real like she has a job down there. She has a job when she comes back here. So she's like, she's going to go leave there immediately, come back and start working and doing all that kind of shit. She's getting ready to go away though. At the end of the month, um, her and her boyfriend are going away together. Oh shit. Um, which is like very hard on dad. Um, yeah, just scared, but he's a great kid. Um, and so like, he's a really good kid. I I mean, he's an adult technically. So like, he's a really good adult. She's technically an adult too. (laughs) Um, but, um, just doing that stuff, man. And working with my, uh, you know, doing stuff with my daughter and my other daughter and just trying to maintain, man, and and enjoy life. Um, we finally getting nice weather. It is gorgeous. I went up this morning and was like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) It was shockingly good. Yeah, like yesterday I went out and, and like I got up to walk the dogs. I had like a hoodie on, getting ready to like that morning crisp air, and it was like, oh no, it's like seventy something out already. Like I'm sweating. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I done broke the shorts out long Me ago. Too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And ready to rock. I think after uh, we're done recording. Um, right in front of me, my uh, roof deck is out there, out this window. I think I'm gonna just go out and like chill. Yeah, you know eat like some milk and cookies <laughs> sit out on the bottom it's just sit out on the deck and just you know just chill it looks like uh it's a little breezy i can see the breeze mm-hmm. in the trees and shit so yeah i i think that's gonna be like my 
uh, late afternoon into evening wave, just chilling out out back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, it feels good when you know you're going to the Eastern Conference Finals because yeah. you just fucking mollywhopped the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Duh, this so. series, this series, the Sixers and the Celtics, um, like even after the last game we won, I was like, dog, this shit is like, this shit is brutal. Yeah. I think I said it on uh, one of Reef's uh, Facebook posts. I was like, dog, it felt like I've been in an abusive relationship <laughs> yeah. since like, the 80s. You know? Dog, <laughs> I was sitting there on, sun, on, on, on Sunday night when they won. And, and like... I'm texting back and forth with somebody and they were like, yay, yay, yay. And I was like, I can't even celebrate. Like, I literally feel sick right now. <laughs> that's, that's how I felt. That's how I fucking felt. We went, where the fuck did we go Sunday? I can't remember where we like rolled out to Sunday, but I'm like, man, I feel sick. Yeah. After watching. <laughs> I fucking won. I literally was like, I can't do this. Like, I cannot, like, watch the game. Like, dude, last week, the only way I got through um, game one, as tight as game one was, is because I was texting back and forth with my oldest daughter about the Met Gala. And, like, we were talking Mm. shit about people's outfits and all that kind of stuff. As I was sitting at home with, like, a stained shirt on. (laughs) Like, I'm talking about somebody's fucking uh, outfit at at the Met. But I was just, like... I if if I watched this intently, which I did on Sunday, like the the first game I I watched, but I was texting, so I was able to like just lock in right before right when we won. Yeah, game two, I like turned it on. We were already getting our ass whooped. Turn that shit off real quick. Like I'll go back if it's close to the fourth. Like I cannot emotionally invest. Like I and on because on Sunday, like you said, like, dude, I literally was just like I feel sick. It's like. Six, because it was like a three thirty game on Sunday, so it was like six mm-hmm. o'clock in the evening on Sunday, and I was like, I feel sick right now. Like we won, but this yeah. shit ruined my evening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we won, and I feel worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, last night we bust their ass, dude. They never were in. They never got closer than like nine points. Like every time. Mm-hmm. They'd make a little run. We Maxie would just start hitting a couple threes, or like mm-hmm. Embiid would go to work or some shit like that. Like, dude, I felt so, I watched that game. And I felt so, now that game last night afterwards. I was like, we going to the we went in the next game and going to the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference Finals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, ain't no way we losing this next game. And them niggas like we we not losing it to fucking Miami. Nah, you know what I'm saying fuck, I was saying the no. list. I was like, yo. We get past Boston. I said this at, uh, I said this when Milwaukee went out. Yeah, I was like, "Fam, if we get past Boston, we win in the chip this year." Yeah, that's what I, I exactly they what I thought. They can't do nothing with us. I don't. I, they can't do nothing with us. I don't see nobody in the West that can deal with Embiid. Like nobody in the West can deal with it. AD. He owns AD. So we play the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I ain't worried about the Lakers. I'm he, not scared of no fucking Joker. Neither. Nah, I'm not scared of no Jokic, man. Fuck him. Like, we lose to him in the finals. I, I'll give up my basketball fucking uh, rooting. Like, no way. We ain't losing to no fucking Joker in the finals. And we gonna shut 
Steph ass down if we play Golden State. I'm not worried about them. Like, I'm not worried about nobody. We get past the Lakers. <laughs> exactly. We get past Boston. Get past we get past Boston. It's NBA Finals, bro. Like, that's that's the way I look at it, man. Like, I think, like, it would be such a mental hurdle to get a, we They said last night during the broadcast, we have not beat the in Boston in a playoff series since the 80s. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's a mental hurdle if you can get over they can't beat you and, man and we took two in yeah in but dog when they started booing last night oh man my heart was so full it's <laughs> <laughs> just it's just ambient booze yes. raining down dog five minutes left in the game they fans were walking out it's the best fucking feeling in sports, man. I, love I loved it. it. I, I loved it. it. Dude, they gave up. Right when they fans started doing that booing shit, like five minutes left in the game, you saw like the energy just left that team. They were like, that's why they coach just subbed in all the uh, all the white bulls. Like he was just like, yo, oh, let the white bulls go get I some s- run. Listen, when I saw that, I was like, wow. <laughs> so we not even gonna try. Wow. No. They they sucked that. They was just like, yeah, we lost this. This is over. And I was like, yo, I felt so fucking happy after that. I had energy last night. Like, damn, I don't really go to bed. Like, I'm full of energy uh-huh. right now. <laughs> no, Sunday, I, I was like, like, oh my god, can I just go to bed now? And I know it's early, <laughs> but like, I yeah. feel sick. I I hope they come out and play like they got some fucking sense. Yeah, yeah. Close these niggas out. Yeah. I don't yeah. want no game seven. Nah, close it out now. Close, close it out at home. Out, You're gonna be at the uh, at the well. It's gonna be fucking loud as shit. You know what I mean? We're available to ring the bell if you guys need it down there. We can ring the bell. Let us ring the bell. <laughs> Didn't play unfortunate by Ram Squad. <laughs> yes, over the loudspeaker. <laughs> I'm gonna hit Jason Tatum with a fucking chair. <laughs> yeah, start an ECW chant like on some on some real Philly shit. Yeah, like, no, nah, fuck that. Uh, we got to close out tomorrow, man. Uh, well, tonight. No, by the time they hear this, it'll be like tonight or whatever. Yeah. We got to close out. Finish this. Finish the job. Get this shit over with. Go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mash Miami or New York's face in the ground. And fuck then the get to Knicks. the finals. Imagine. Dude, get the um, fuck out of here. Listen, man, I want to beat Jimmy Butler so bad. I hope he brings the fake locks that he tried to rock at the beginning of the year <laughs> and got called the fuck out on social media. The faux locks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My man had the faux locks in. People was trashing him. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he didn't have for the rest of the year. Nigga showed up looking like Offset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, get these niggas out of here, man. I'm like... You know, I I fucking adore the Sixers. Yeah. Um, I might cry. I didn't cry when the Eagles won. Mm-hmm. I was excited. I was like, yeah, fucking Eagles, yeah. I didn't cry. I might cry. The Sixers win this shit. We win the chip. Yeah. I might. Y'all might see me shed a tear. Yeah. I didn't cry you know when the saying? Bucks won the last one a couple years ago. I didn't cry when the Bucks won. I, I mean, I popped a bottle. I celebrated. I really enjoyed it. It felt amazing. You said you said I popped. I told you to go see pop like a perk. Like <laughs> no. um, I didn't know where you was going with that. I pop. I will. I ain't gonna pop no perk. Um, no, I'm gonna no, let. 
I'm gonna let the burner signal we win. The, the, the Sixers win the chip. Gotta let the burner sing, dog. Put your dogs in the house, nigga. Um, put them in the basement. Yes, put them in the basement. Put them in a crate so they don't hear it. But I'm letting the blicky ring. We win this yeah. chip. Letting it ring. Um, yeah. But I, I probably will. Part of it's just because just going through. Like, there's no club in team sports over the last eight years that has gone through what the Sixers have gone. Though multiple players on this team have forgotten how to shoot a basketball. Multiple. Yeah. When the fuck does that happen? <laughs> multiple when players have come here and just been like, I'm not shooting no more. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. We have an MVP. Shout out to Dan Bede, won that MVP. We haven't recorded since he's gotten it. Shout out to MVP, mm-hmm. Veed. As he like, should have. Exactly. Should have had two by now, honestly. But Listen. my man, every year, something hurt. Gets he hurt. hurt like a gets hurt in game three of the Nets series. And I'm just like, there it goes, man. It's just another year. Like, yeah. I prepare to be sad. And we playing the yeah. Celtics in the second round. Like, it's set up for us to be sad. Yeah. And B comes through. Play. Look, first of all, basketball Paul. I mean, the guy's name is the sport. He's the best. Come on. Comes in, plays ridiculously on. well in game one while Embiid's out. And then B comes back, plays okay, but now he's dominating. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> dog, that chase down block he had on Tatum last night. Crazy. I was screaming in the house. <laughs> it was crazy. You said, I, get that shit out of here. That, that's like that and like Harden hitting two game winning threes technically. Because those were like our last shots. They were game winning threes for us. Yeah. Those are moments in a historic run in the playoffs. Those aren't like, yeah. oh, we'll get by moment. Like, no, nah, we like I don't think I've ever seen us play at the game five like we played yesterday, where it was just like, we're going to dominate this game. Period. Mm-hmm. And we're not playing. I fully expected them to come and fuck. Oh, get yeah. <laughs> like I, was, I really did. I was the, waiting the, for them to blow that lead in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was like the first, like, two or three minutes of the first quarter. I said, "Oh no, they locked in." Yeah, they came to play. Yeah, they came to play. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying. I, I'm like so excited. I can't wait for the Sixers. I can't wait for to- well, you know, by the time you guys are listening to this, I can't wait for tonight's game. It's gonna be fucking crazy i i'm gonna be driving and on the road all day i get home dude all i'm gonna do is get home and sit down and fucking watch that game and yeah. smoke a giant l and fucking enjoy <laughs> that shit dude if we yeah. fucking eliminate the celtics tomorrow night bro i'm gonna be so i like the 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 pure happiness i will have inside of me will be only matched by like my children's births like mm-hmm. i can't mm-hmm. wait to dispel these fucking guys dude i hate the celtics then i find out ben shapiro's a celtics fan so i have even more reason to fucking oh, hate shit. them not surprising but no, oh shit he get it grew up in la in the 80s and is a celtics and fan opted oh so you're a <laughs> yes. flagrant racist yes you yes. opted to root wow. for fucking Kevin wow. McHale and Larry Bird, yo. Literally, that was it. Yes. Wow, that is nutty. <laughs> yeah. Shapiro. Jesus um, Christ. 
Uh, I do want to talk about a couple quick things uh, before we get to new music. Um, first, I saw this the other day. Um, actually, a couple of weeks ago, I saw this, and I thought it was really interesting because of like the time and place when it existed. Um, so there used to be the the source was an actual magazine at one point. I don't know if some of our younger <laughs> listeners even realize this, and it was a very in a very influential influential um, magazine in hip hop. Very, very influential. Um, and uh, Benzino from the fucking Almighty. Like, I know a lot of other people are like, oh, it's Benzino from this. I know him, Almighty RSO Benzino. Um, was very closely tied to, like, the founder of the magazine and everything like that. Um, and apparently, uh, when they had one the Source Awards and Outkast won their award, um, Dre... Uh, mentions like, yo, there's people out here who don't want us up here and don't fuck with us and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he's like, you're going to recognize the South. And like, <clears throat> to say that now, to say like, oh, you're going to recognize the South, you're not going to hate on us, sounds kind of crazy considering like Southern music is like some of the biggest in hip hop ever. Dominant. But when we were kids, that's not how it was. No. And so Benzino said, like, he was kind of the person that Dre was talking about in that speech. How so, though? Uh, Basically saying, like, he helped, uh, like, he was big on not having them in the source and not, like, wanting them really in the source. Wow. Um, He was gatekeeping. Yes, very much. Um, See, I wonder how or when exactly he started to exert influence Yes, that's what I'm interested because that's very early on. Yeah, I'm not a source historian, um, but I know that at one point, so it was founded by Dave Mays and yes. John Schechter. John Schechter's a Philly guy. Dave Mays is a Boston, Boston guy, guy, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but then at one point, uh, at least the editorial decisions were controlled by an editorial board, the Mind mm-hmm. Squad. Yes, the Mind Squad. The Mind Squad disbanded. And left. And then it was Maze. I don't know when Schechter uh, left. I should probably ask him. I don't know when he left. But uh, at one point, Benzino started to get close to Maze, which he probably had already been close to him, them being Boston guys. Um, And then started to exert influence on the editorial decisions. So if Benzino didn't like you, then you couldn't get a feature in the yes. source. Or maybe, yeah, yeah. you know, your album, instead of getting four mics, it got three. You know what I'm saying? In the rating system and shit like that. So, yeah, I wonder about the timeline. Me too. You know, I ben was Zeno would know. He would know better than I would. Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's lying. But, yeah, I, I just wonder when exactly he started to kind really of wiggle his way influence. in. Yeah. I, um, I, I just really thought about it and was just like, Imagine trying to do those things. Like, you can't gatekeep anybody from anywhere. Like, the biggest artist in hip-hop is, like, from fucking Toronto. Like, you know what I mean? Imagine when we were kids saying, like, hey, the biggest artist in hip-hop and pop, essentially, will be an artist from Toronto. Yeah. Like, you just wouldn't have thought those things. And, like, I remember early on, like... Having Bone Thugs and Harmony be from uh, be from Ohio or like fucking Common being from Chicago was like a a thing, you know what I mean? It, I remember it's, when the source 
speaking of the source, um, they put Luke on the cover mm-hmm. of uh, Source magazine. I think it was the one. It was either the one where he was like playing golf on the the the, the like that image, or he might have been like uh, sitting under like a, a a canopy or some shit. But I remember them putting him in uh, that magazine. I bought the Source. I had every Source mm-hmm. from '89 to. 97 at all of them shits and would read them just read them i remember the issue after they had luke on the cover they published uh letters to the editor mm-hmm. people were fucking yes mad furiated yeah because they put that down south country booty shaking music da, 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 that shit not hip-hop so the bias amongst really new york Yes. But, you know, the East Coast, Coast we kind of got pulled into that. Yeah. Philly. But Philly wasn't really uh, super on that shit like New York was. New York was biased against, you know, Miami, uh, Houston, uh, really L.A. too. Yeah. You know, Oakland, all of these places that would end up being major, major sites of activity for hip hop culture and, and really push and change the genre. Atlanta. You know what I mean? New York didn't fuck with none of that shit. Nope. It may it may be some of y'all old heads that was listening to like MC Shy D or some shit back in the day, but don't lie and act like New York y'all was fucking with the South because y'all really were not Dude, in any other region on top of that. I remember when like Dre and Snoop and them were first blowing up and people were just like, no, nah, fuck that West Coast shit. Mm-hmm. Like... No, nah, fuck Coast, that West Coast. Low riding gangster. Yeah. They, they, they wasn't fucking with that shit. But the chronic was so big, you know, it it, it kind of crossed over in yeah. a sense. America, America's most uh uh the the um the cube joint. Uh oh, America's most wanted. America's most wanted. <clears throat> um the reason why I got pushed through is cause like the bomb squad worked on it. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. there, there that shit was, was basically a public enemy out. Exactly. But with but with Cube yeah. being Cube. You know? It's it's such a uh it we it used to like dude, the reason why an East Coast, West Coast beef could happen is because of how divided the community mm. was. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. Absolutely. It was all that other old shit. Yeah. That kind of because you think about it really. It was Pac and Big. Yes. And then, you know, uh, uh, Dog Pound doing New York, that. New York, and then uh, LA, LA with uh, Tragedy and, um, <clears throat> and then, and like, um, yeah, there was like little shit, but like it was really Pac and, and Big, and like that was the big thing or whatever. Yeah. But like, the reason why that can get played up is just because of, like you said, like all the old shit of like, hey, well, New York is the essence of hip hop and we're this. And then, and then like L.A. being like, yeah, but we made that shit mainstream and we're this and we're that. Like that kind of thinking, like none of that would exist now. Like you can't. I mean, could you imagine drumming up like some kind of beef between two areas? Like there's so that much would be cr- stupid. Now. Yeah, there's so much that overlap. Would be so dumb. And young people wouldn't. No, they wouldn't get behind it. People wouldn't get behind that shit. There's a, like, I mean, even, like, the the drill music in Brooklyn is so much based in, like, the grime 
sound of London. Like, there's so much crossover now that you have so much of a... uh, There's just so much crossover. You just couldn't... There's no way to do that kind of shit anymore. Like, there's not going to be like, oh, it's a... Like, you might have individuals beef. It's just... It was so wild to me to hear him say that and think of, like, how of an era that really had to be that, like, someone will be like, where... I don't think I've ever I remember being a kid and being like, well, where are these guys from? And thinking like, it all depending on where they're from, I might like them or I might not. Mm-hmm. Um That's how I was. Yes. <laughs> like was. it's just how you just how you operate it. And so now I'm just like, I don't think I've ever I like I I listen to a bunch of artists and there's a bunch of artists I don't know where they're from. Because like I just unless they mention it, I don't really like it's not like I've ever cared that much into now to be like oh where's so-and-so from oh okay cool they used to write in the uh because you know music reviews now make mention Mm -hmm. of that uh you know where a person is from or whatever back in that era in the 90s if you were from like richmond or whatever i remember reviews that uh you know new york-based publications would would publish on uh, rap records and they'd be like yeah you know you wouldn't think it but this guy's from virginia and he's actually good yes <laughs> like, you feel me like mad skills first album is called from, from where? where yeah you like it's imagine he's from virginia the opening skit is like them like ciphering and then him being like yeah i'm from virginia and then being like from where and like it oh? echoes out and it's just like yeah. oh my god he's from virginia and he can rap maestro fresh west yeah maestro fresh west put out an album mm-hmm. nah this kid can't be from canada <laughs> that was the mood in the culture and in yes. the industry it was like you were either from new york or you know we we had to we had to really treat you with you know with caution, like, can you yeah. actually do this? You know what I'm saying? Can you actually do this shit? Philly has always had, uh, especially in, in rap music, has always had a kind of uh, contentious, uh, it's like a love-hate yes. relationship with New York. But if you look at it, just about every Philly rapper from the 80s was throwing shots at New York. Schooly yeah. D yeah. through, you know, like little shots, uh Steady B, you know what I'm saying? Like all of our, you know, greats of that generation and that, that uh classic era in the eighties were throwing shots at New York because the established mentality was like New York, you know, runs this shit, which yes. they absolutely did, mm-hmm. you know, and for right reason. And all of y'all are just trying to do this. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's so much it's so much of a time. Like it is a complete product of the time. It, Cuz it now like my kids would never think about that. Like they would just go like, "Yeah, do I like the guy? Do I not like the guy? Or do I like this person? Do I not like this person?" Like they don't think about you know, obviously I think there's some kind of like my son like loves a lot of guys from Philly. Like a lot of rappers from Philly, which makes sense. You're from Philly. You want like, you know, and you're, you know, you run and my son raps. So like, yeah, they're like, there's a, a product of like actually like being from Philly. That's like important to them. But like, 
it doesn't stop him from listening to Dirk. It doesn't stop him from listening to Kendrick. It doesn't stop like none of that matters to him. No one he he's not going to be like, hey, I don't listen to Cardi because Cardi's from here. I don't listen to so and so because they're from here. Like I just like none of that is important. And like that was a actual thing for us. Like there was a, a legitimate time. Where like now listen, I loved Outkast first record. So it was never like, oh man, I don't fuck with Outkast because they from down south. But like that was a prod like there was a legitimate thing of like, oh like it was very much a and and it happened with women at, uh, rappers as well, where it was just like, Well, they're nice for being from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of that. Yeah. Souls of Mischief. Yes. When they when Souls of Mischief came out. A lot of their reviews, and, and you got to figure, outside of a few regional zines, hip hop media, you know the 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 uh, publications that were framing, you know the narrative of the culture overall, were based in New York. Yes, and were staffed with New York writers. Yeah. So when Souls of Mischief came out, it was like, oh man, they lyrical, like they, you know what I'm saying? Like it would be in the reviews. <laughs> Like, oh, these niggas can rap. Yeah. And they're from where? Oakland? The same place Too Short is from? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was just a different narrative back then. Yeah, it, it was just a completely different time. It's so wild to think that, like, we're so far past that at this point. We're so far. Like, I listen regularly. Like, every day. In fact, one of the albums I'm going to review is a London-based rapper. I listen to London hip-hop every day. Like, some kind of hip-hop from London every day. I listen to, you know, fucking uh, Afrobeat every day. Like, you know what I mean? And never go like, oh, man, where are these guys from? They're from here. I don't want to really listen to this. Like, I just listen to the shit. You know what I mean? If it's good music, it's good music, man. Um, And that's something I'm actually glad has changed. Like, we talk all the time about stuff that has changed over the years in like hip hop community and like um what like pushes us forward and all that kind of shit and like this is something that like I'm very glad has changed that like we don't ever even talk about this anymore it does not matter if you're dope you're dope simple and plain and where you from is where you at yep absolutely um i think we get to new music um did you listen to anything new this week yeah i've been listening to this absolutely uh, incredible album. Uh, I got to interview this cat uh, a little while ago, but uh, it's McKinley Dixon. Okay. And his album is called Beloved Paradise Jazz. Um, the record is uh, named after a trilogy of novels by Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. And this record is fucking beautiful, yo. It's like a lot of it deals with... Uh, like childhood but it's it's also narratively it's it's kind of like uh the way that he writes uh childhood and adulthood uh kind of flow together mm-hmm. as as far as like uh the the way that he you know writes out like these scenes uh in in these uh verses but yeah this this song i mean this uh album has so many songs uh that are beautiful musically, but also have like a little like uh, like a bittersweet tinge to them. Uh, there's this song "Run, Run, Run," which is crazy. Um, Tyler Forever is dope. This shit has like beautiful strings all on it. It's it's really brilliant. Like it's um, 
I loved uh, the record that he made a little while back. Let me look at the called For My Mama and Anyone Who Looked Like Her. I thought that shit was beautiful. Uh, but this new one might be even better. Like musically, uh, the production is gorgeous, the arrangements, and his pen is crazy. And they're like, they're full, colorful songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not just, you know, um, it's, it's you could tell that he put a lot of uh, attention into this shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, McKinley Dixon, Beloved, Paradise, Jazz, it's up there. It's it's one of the strongest records I've heard across genre and styles uh, in 2023 so far. Fucking fantastic record. It has, is it streaming everywhere? It will be out, uh, I think, Friday. Okay, cool. cool. I think it comes out Friday. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I checked out uh Avellino um called God Save uh, album called God Save the Streets um and just like I I've heard Avellino a few times on other stuff like and I thought he was really good um I know he's been down with like Sims from like early on she mentions like you know what I mean like them making like basement tapes and shit like that together like oh, shit, um yeah. and this record is I was really surprised and like happily surprised by how great this record is. Nice. Um, the production nice. is amazing, like absolutely amazing. Very, um, very like big sounding, similar to Sims in that that like it's very much like very a big sounding record, um, orchestral type stuff. Um, but like he's super nice and introspective on the mic and. Uh, very refreshing to listen to. Um, it was, I was heavily surprised how much I liked this record, and I've liked Evelino in the past. So I, I like, but this was like, I listened to this record and was like, oh shit, like this is going in a heavy rotation. To, rotation, like this is a really good record. Um, so yeah, I definitely think folks should check that record out. Uh, it's really really good. Um, called God Save the Streets. It, it's like. If you're, if you've been like on the fence, I don't know if like this will be the thing that tips you over as far as listening to like London-based hip hop and all that kind of shit, because it's a pretty heavy accent. But like, I think it's a great album, and I think you're missing out if you don't check it out. Word, word. Um, besides that, uh, I think we can uh, start wrapping up. Um, yo, it's a two-year anniversary of the documentary we released. Um, another word for paradise um, about our trip to India and exploring Indian hip hop. Um, it is available on our Vivo page, Serious Rap Shit Vivo. It is also available at Quest TV. Go sign up for Quest TV, um, and you can watch it there. Uh. But yes, uh, we have plenty of stuff up on our Vivo. There's more stuff going up now. Uh, we've been a little bit on a hiatus just because we haven't been recording, but there'll be more stuff going up. Um, there'll be a White Man Can't Jump uh, trailer review uh, in the next couple of weeks. And um, uh, besides that, you can check us out there. Check us out on social media, Serious Rap Shit um, on Instagram and Twitter. You're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy underscore uh, SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Um and if you want to keep up with us, that's, pro that's probably the best place. Twitter and Instagram is the best place to keep up with 
us and then us individually, all the stuff we're working on. Um, and SeriousRapShit.com, you get all the merch. Besides that, we'll be back again soon. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his fat, 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 fat